Hi guys, it's Lindsay, and today I am with my cousin Lauren. Hi, I'm Lauren. And we're going to just be talking about like red flags in relationships and things that pop up that maybe in the moment you don't realize, but then later on looking back in hindsight, you see things and, you know, just going through what life is putting us through right now and, you know, this season of of just learning and experiencing new emotions and meeting new people and um lauren just has a lot to share on some advice and mentoring if there's any one out there that's that's going through things and we're just kind of going organically right now with this and just doing it spontaneously just talking we're just having a great conversation about it and i thought about how we should put this on a podcast so that being said we're just gonna organically do it and just see what the lord has to say so what do you think lauren like i think what do you have to share first of all my major concern was seeing i know i've said this to you and i've said this to a couple other people it's just like when your man is on Instagram and you find him liking pictures of models and things like that and not even liking pictures of you and your own selfies and your own beautiful creations, mm-hmm. um, that's just a major red flag that um, you're not getting the attention or the appreciation that you deserve. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think that is cheater mentality I Mm -hmm. I don't know if we as a a population would consider that as cheating but I definitely think that is a sure sign of a cheater mentality Mm -hmm. and I think that you can't deny that when you see it when you see it with your own eyes that's true and I was sharing with her before that I was with somebody that was doing that and ended up cheating on me and at the time you know, I remember looking through and seeing that he was liking other girls' pictures, he wasn't liking mine, and it was messing with my confidence, messing with my self-esteem, and, like, that'll put you down, making you feel like you're not good enough, you're not as pretty as her, and it, like, messes with you and your jealousy, and, you know, it just creeps in and all that stuff, and that's just not husband energy, you know, that's, that's, like, cheating mentality, and that just is a red flag, if somebody's making you feel like that, we just highly suggest not to pursue that. That's Playboy energy. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't want to date Playboys. No. You want somebody that's going to value you, that's going to respect you, honor you, honor your body, know that, you know, you're beautiful and you're wonderfully made and that you're God's creation and respect you, you know, and just make you feel beautiful inside and out. And if a guy is not doing that, it's not worth it. You don't need to deal with that. I think another major red flag, um, I've noticed just like kind of being like long distance relationships Mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah. If they can't communicate with you, especially when you know they're online, when you Mm -hmm. can see that they're online and they spend hours of the day without responding to you and your questions and Mm -hmm. things like that and then tell you at the end of the day well hey I had a bad day well guess what mine's bad now because you um made me feel like 
I was insignificant to you for the past 24 hours and mm. it's just like a long day to um, to not hear from somebody who says that they want to be in your life mm-hmm. you know as as dumb as that might sound you know like we're all we're all always on our phones you know yeah it's the truth of the matter is that we know that you're on your phone and that you can take just two seconds out of your day mm-hmm. just to say what's up or you know say what's going on yeah it's important to make the other your significant other feel special and feel important and a priority like that's what you deserve you deserve to feel that way not like you are bothering them or that you're a burden to them or you know somebody that's gonna make you feel special like you are the most special girl in the world and special well special guy in the world even for guys out there who are also in relationships with women who treat them that way you know like you deserve the best like god has somebody for you that's gonna treat you exactly the way you deserve to be treated and you're worthy of that and you deserve that so don't ever settle for less than god's best because it's not worth it you know you're wasting your time with people like that when there's somebody out there that will treat you like that there's so many fish in the sea there's so many guys so many women there's so many people that are right there praying for you like wanting to love on you and you're wasting your time with somebody that doesn't even deserve your energy at all the biggest red flag and this should be the most obvious one to anyone who's listening is never date anyone who blasphemes your faith Mm. your faith um is the most important thing that you have Mm -hmm. and anyone who makes you feel like you are um you know just like embarrassed embarrassed yeah because of your Mm -hmm. faith in god is so strong and it's not cool to love jesus or be a part of the fellowship Mm. and that um it's just not part of the mm-hmm. the status quo. It's they, they don't belong in your life. Yeah, they can follow their own path and see what kind of demise that it leads them to. But anyone who blasphemes your faith in the Lord God should be just mm-hmm. taken out of your life immediately yeah. because there's nothing but yeah bad things are going to come from your relationship with this person Mm -hmm. yep exactly that person that's in your life especially your significant other who you're going to be extremely close with should be somebody that supports you 100 and not only supports you but is on board with you you know that sees sees and loves the lord as much as you do like that you guys are both running on this race together like you're running towards Jesus and the, as you are running you know and you're just focusing on the Lord you just look over and there is your partner right next to you running towards Jesus just as fast as you and you guys are on that same path and you're running to towards him together and that's what God wants God created you to be with somebody a partner that's going to push you motivate you and encourage you to get even closer to God than ever before that you're going to both be on this spiritual journey together that you're going to be praying together honoring God together that you're going to be 
just doing things that you know serving others together you're on this mission not alone anymore because you have your god mate you know it's just the way that i believe you know that we're meant to be here for we're not meant to be alone we're meant to be with a partner and god knows who that person is and that person is going to be right there alongside you never ever putting you down about your faith or anything like that and it's just so important. I've been with, I've been in relationships where they would make fun of me for my faith and put me down about it, make me feel like, you know, like it was, they would tell me how stupid I was for believing in Jesus and, you know, just blaspheming God and everything. And it would just be terrible. And now looking back in hindsight, I'm like, now no wonder why it didn't work out. Like God, God knew what he was doing to pull me away from that relationship. You know, it's just not worth it. You're worthy of so much more than being with somebody like that. But those are my three biggies for right now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just the biggest um, red flags that have impacted my life in the most recent past. And I kind of wanted to share that with everyone and just how traumatizing it was Mm. to deal with somebody who put all of that trauma onto me Mm. and um, I just want everyone to know like you don't deserve that and you deserve everything that is good and pure and um, just uh, intrinsically about you and that other person being happy Mm. amen and also in 2 corinthians 6 14 paul states do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers he followed this with a series of five questions saying for what does partnership have righteousness with lawlessness what fellowship has light with darkness what accord has christ with belial Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? And it's saying, like, what does light have, like, what fellowship does light have to do with darkness? And if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit. Like, if you spoke out that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and you believe in him with all your heart, that means the Holy Spirit is dwelling within you. And there's nothing brighter and lighter than the Holy Spirit. So when you have that light within you, it will affect others that don't have that light and are having darkness around them. And it just will not be able to fellowship together because you are unequally yoked. Light cannot mesh with darkness. The light that you have within you is going to be too bright for those that are in darkness, that it will not work. And that something will just keep, it will not, there will be static. There will be some sort of like diversion where your brightness from Jesus will affect the demons and the darkness that person has. And that could be a reason why certain relationships, you know, that maybe you guys are in or anything is not working. You know, it's saying, what does righteousness have with lawlessness? And Jesus was so righteous, the lawlessness and darkness from the unbeliever. You know, what does a believer share with an unbeliever? It's so difficult to for two people to be in a relationship that do not if someone is a believer and a non-believer that's 
it's your faith your spirituality is one of the most important things and i feel like you know if you were ever in a relationship with somebody that was a non-believer and you were you could feel the 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 tension like your spiritual like tension um but yeah it's just to me that just it makes sense especially in marriage an unbeliever doesn't follow the lord doesn't worship the one true god so everything in their else in their life is an idol and it's just saying like the most important thing is to put jesus before anything you know um and it's just it goes back to the scripture of um i don't know if you guys ever heard of the unequally yoked verse where it talks about how you are not to be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever for what fellowship has righteousness and pretty much the word being unequally yoked it talks about how there's two you know like people that are out of sync in one way or another and so it's reflected when an oxen has on a yoke that's next to the other oxen and when they're plowing this is what Jesus demonstrated when he when they're plowing the um the fields two of of the yoke on each side of the oxen needs to be in line for the plowing to work and if one is off and the the yoke is off they can't even plow a field and what god wants us to do in life is he wants us to plant seeds of faith to others and just speak out jesus or talk about god and then what god does is he waters that right but how are you even going to get the fields and and the harvest that jesus wants us to do if you're alongside somebody that you can't even plant the seeds with the oxen that you are using with the yoke it's saying biblical reference is reflected when two oxen were yoked together with the task of pulling a plow if the oxen were as a different size or strength or experience it would drastically affect their ability to do the job at hand so it, it will never be able to to reap the harvest that jesus wants us to to create if you have somebody alongside you that is not a believer you'll never be able to do what god has planned for you it will completely take you right out of your purpose in life if you are with somebody that god does not have for you because you're here for a reason and a purpose and if you are with somebody that's throwing you off you will never be able to reach the reason you're even on this earth and your existence you'll never be able to get to your purpose because somebody will be holding you back the oxen will not be able to plow and so it's so important that you don't settle for somebody that is not a believer alongside you you will literally completely demolish your your mission and purpose in life of why you're even existing it's just like it's so crazy how experience that firsthand yeah and lauren literally experienced that firsthand with somebody that she recently was with and she felt i don't know lauren if you want to share with them what happened when what you felt when you were with this person i felt that i loved this person so much that my faith started to not even matter to me and that this person was the person that i wanted to worship and and i 
it wasn't going to be Jesus because this person was my whole world and he was my whole world before Jesus and you know it took me to see all these red flags and Mm -hmm. all these times where I've hurt myself or done self-harm or I've um, just spent the day uh, alone or crying to realize like it's because this person has the devil inside of them why they're not capable of showing feelings of actual love and and joy and compassion because that all stems from Jesus mm-hmm. everything everything that is love stems from Jesus mm-hmm. exactly yeah the fruits of the Holy Spirit peace, patience, love, kindness goodness gentleness that's who Jesus is And it's really difficult for somebody to walk that if they don't have the Lord. Like, it's just very, very um, easily to see, easy to see, you know, somebody that's, that's a believer and that loves the Lord and walks that out versus somebody that doesn't. It's hard for that person to even have compassion and empathy if they don't know what love is because God is love. So how can they even know how to love if they can't, if they don't know God? It's like... It's not possible. I'm finding out that it's not possible. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you'll end up in a marriage or something that God did not intend. And... Yeah. It's very... It's very um, sad because a lot of people are in those relationships and they don't realize the effects, you know, that person is having on them until you leave and maybe looking back and then you realize it. But if somebody's sharing that with you, like we're kind of warning others out there right now, if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship with someone that is not a believer, pray for them and you know if you're married to somebody that is not a believer you know there are miracles in life but it's definitely something that you would have to take into consideration and just know that God is there but I, I listened to something from Michael Todd and it was talking about how you, whenever you're in a relationship and you both have God and you both are believers, the best thing to do, oh, can you make me one too? Yeah. Thanks. Is to go to the one who created the one you're supposed to be with. Like, you, I forget how I said it, it or how he said it, but he said, um, The best way to know how to treat your significant other is to go to the one who created them. Like only God can tell you how to make them feel better. Nobody else knows how to make that person feel better rather than their creator. Do you know what I mean? Like if 
if you and your boyfriend were in a relationship and he was a believer, it would be like he goes to your creator to know how to make you feel better. Like he, like your boyfriend would be like, God, how do I make Lauren feel better right now? And because God made you, God will be like giving him like the signs of how to treat you and how to f- make you feel better because he's going to your creator that made you. And the only way to do that is to go to him, you know? much more in love with Jesus than I am with this man who put such a hole in my life. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Like, praise Praise God. God. Wow. I got chills. I was sitting here before when you were talking God has not done this to me in a long time. But in my ear, I used to get really loud rings. Mm-hmm. Almost like a like I don't know how to describe it, but like like it's a it's an extremely loud ring, but it only would happen learn if I was like talking to somebody that it was like a very spiritual like the Holy Spirit and like Jesus was communicating to me. And before you were talking and like I don't know if you noticed, but, like, I flinched, and there's a really loud ring in my left ear. Really? Or my right ear. Yeah. It was, like, really, really loud. As you were talking before. Like, because it was, like, a really loud ding ring. You know ring. who is telling me that all this isn't right? It is Jesus. You know, he's been kind of telling me from the start, you know, like, you met, you know, you know what I mean? You met somebody who has a distaste for Christians in general and you're just so taken by the way this person looks that you're doing me injustice Mm. and you're doing yourself injustice because what is inside is important and it matters when you're choosing a significant other Mm. What lives in the heart is a very important factor in everything you need to consider when you find your next significant other. Wow. I got chills so bad. Jesus sent me the most beautiful man I'd ever seen in my life. Just so at the end of the day I can say, I love Jesus more Mm. than this man because he turned my God away and I still love my God mm. more than any man on the face of this earth what? oh my gosh I just got chills all over I'm literally like getting chills look at me do you see that <laughs> I see that yeah oh my gosh <laughs> you know and I just have so much faith in God that you know me before my Christian journey I would have been in absolute dumps I would have been crying hysterically I would have had my my face down in a bottle of wine and probably who knows whatever drugs I could probably find and now I'm just like 
just holding it together so well because I knew there was a reason for me to meet this person and show God that mm-hmm. I had the strength to not let this person tempt me anymore. It's almost like Job. Like the story of Job. Mm-hmm. Like God, like like the devil, Satan, was like, well, what if I mess with him? You say that he's not going to... God, you say that he's not going to turn away from you? Well, what happens if I do this? And he started putting all this stuff on Job, like killed his family. He gave him like all these sores, and he did this, and he did that, and he took put this person in his life, gave this person, even his wife said, why don't you just blaspheme God and die? Like everything was happening to Job. And at the end of the day, he was like, God, I still love you. And I still want you. And you can, all this stuff happened to me, and I, but I still choose you over anything. I definitely feel like I can relate to Job mm. because I just feel like upon meeting this person just brought in a spiral of unfortunate events and negative circumstances and I know that it's all followed by some kind of demonic energy Mm -hmm. that this person was bringing into my life and that's why all these things were spiraling because God was trying to show me these signs you know Mm. wow everything that you just said was very 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 wise and i can't take it back you know i can't take it back now like that's straight wisdom that's like the holy spirit the wisdom comes from god mm-hmm. like like such wisdom like that's literally the holy spirit speaking to you like through your con- subconscious and in your heart like the mouth speaks what the heart is full of and your heart is full of the Holy Spirit like giving you the wisdom and your mouth is like speaking it out like that was really cool and it's like you're almost being like a role model to younger women by choosing this path and knowing that God is more important it's like those girls those younger girls that are in their early 20s that are seeing you You can share with them, like, I remember when I met this man, he was gorgeous and beautiful, but God comes first, and he didn't love our God, and so you don't go to him, you go to Jesus, and then, like, you speaking that life into them will help them to know not to settle for any less than God's best. It's, like, really a testimony in itself. Like, that's a really, really powerful testimony. And you know what? Yeah. You know what happened at the end what? of Job? What? Double portion. Yeah. <laughs> because you chose God, and because even Job chose God, he got, after all that happened, he got double portion. He got his family back and more. He was blessed with the house. He was blessed with this and that. He had the biggest farm and all this stuff. He was like... God just started sending him all these blessings because he chose God over all that stuff. And he never turned his back from the Lord. And he was like, God, at the end of the day, I choose you. And then God just double portioned everything. And there's blessings like that come from choosing God over, you know what I mean? 
like putting him first because it says when you put God first all the rest will come together because God will hold it all together and I feel that it's coming for you I hope so mm-hmm. I could definitely use some positive turn of events in my life mm-hmm. you know going forward I think by moving away from this person it's just a sure mm-hmm. sign to God that I am choosing him mm-hmm. over whatever this person might have left you know in his in his will for me and um, you know whether that's just to string me along or yeah it doesn't matter, you know, I'm doing the right thing Mm -hmm. by just leaving. Yeah, I feel that. (coughs) Okay. With that being said, well, let's pray, and then um, we'll close this out. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the wisdom, the guidance, and you just showing us the way of what decisions to make in our every aspect of our lives and our relationships, Lord, and our finances and our careers and our living situations and all of that. God, we just thank you for your discernment. Thank you, Father, for leading Lauren on the right path. God, we know that things may not seem like everything is super crystal clear for our future, but we're giving it to you, Lord, and we're trusting you and we're putting it at your feet. And God, we just pray right now in Jesus name that you will work all things out for our good. And that right now, Lord, we just lift up, you know, everyone in this situation. And we pray God that you will help us to draw near to you. And you say in the word that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. So we're drawing near to you right now, God. And I just, I could feel your presence here right now, God. And I could feel you speaking to Lauren. I could feel the wisdom and the guidance that you've placed within her heart and her mind. Lord, I just thank you, Father God, for giving her discernment on the right man that she's supposed to be with. Because God, in life, it is so important for us to choose a spouse that is also in your in your hands, Lord, so that you can guide the both of them together. And I just pray right now for the man that you have for Lauren, because I do believe there is a man out there who loves you, Lord, and puts you first, just like she puts you first. And I pray over him right now, God, that our future husband, this man that that she's meant to be with that God you have in her in her will. I pray that he will come in the perfect timing. Not her timing, Lord, but your timing when this man is ready and that he's ready for her and also when she's ready, God. I pray for their relationship ahead of time. I pray for whatever family God that you have for them. I just pray right now, Lord, that you will continue to just guide Lauren's steps and whatever living situation she's supposed to be in, Lord. I pray that you will give her a sign, dream, vision, and wonder that you will just continue to guide her. And I could feel you guiding her, Lord, and I just thank you for that. I thank you for answering my prayers of that because you and I know we've talked about this, Lord, that I've always been praying over Lauren for you to guide her. And I just thank you, God, that you are speaking to her directly because I could feel that. 
And God, we just, we trust you. We trust you so much and we love you for everything you've done, Jesus. Thank you for taking our sins away. Thank you for everlasting life. Thank you, God, that we're going to be in your presence one day and we can only imagine that what it's going to be like. And um, yeah, we just praise you, God, and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. You are more than worthy of the love, God. And We just, we love you, Lord, and we pray this all in the mighty and holy, precious name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And thank you guys for listening. This one, uh, this was a really, really powerful testimony in itself. Everything that Lauren has shared is very vulnerable And we just also thank you, Lauren, for just sharing and being vulnerable and speaking the truth and speaking that out. Because I I believe heavily that somebody out there is going to hear this and take this with them. I don't know who that person is, but... Thank you for listening. And thank you guys for listening and taking the time. And we just pray for you guys and we love you. And have a great night.